Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Welcome to the show. How's your life? You know, it's very interesting. I find people fascinating. I really do. And what what really makes me uh, laugh is a lot of people think that they're hard to read. You know, like just scan your Facebook uh, feed and look, at, you know, people, and then you see the person in real life. And, and the people are all like, hey, you know, I don't know if you could tell, but I've been going through a really tough time. Of course I can tell. All your quotes. Uh, there's somebody I'm thinking of in particular right now. I mean, some man has done her really wrong because all her quotes are about, you know, finding your inner light, knowing that you are worthy. Sometimes a man doesn't know how good he got it, you know, till it's gone. Uh some men just look like grown up like all these <laughs> like <laughs> inspirational uh quotes and it's like yeah I know what's going on I see your I see your posts but you know it's weird I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook so I mostly log on to Facebook to do work and uh that's it like if I don't engage with you regularly on Facebook like everybody the algorithm knows not to show me your posts so I'm usually I'm usually good for like two people's posts and then I'm off to do my own thing and then I'm off Facebook. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm almost guaranteed to have never seen your posts. So sorry. I just, I don't really enjoy Facebook like that and would have been off of it years ago, except there's so many relatives that I only keep in touch with through Facebook. And I know if I did it, I wouldn't talk to them at all. Um, because they don't do the phone that great and I'm not going to chase them down. So, you know, I stay on there, but it's almost grudgingly. And I do a lot of work through there. Um, if you have a business, it's, I mean, Facebook is kind of crucial. So anyway, that's, that's an observation. You know, most people who are paying attention can tell if you're troubled or if something's bothering you, if you're not quite right. Um, I think people think they're way more mysterious than they actually are. You know, there are people who can, you know, hide things really well. They're called sociopaths. But, um, you know, most people aren't sociopathic. Most people want attention. So it's like, hmm, you seem like your heart is broken. What's going on? Um, It just makes me laugh. And and you can apply it across, you know, different things. You can tell uh, when someone just wants attention. I recently heard the song um, Save the Best for Last uh, by Vanessa Williams. And I remember in 1992 when I first heard it, I remember being in a car with with somebody and uh, I was like, this song is a blatant attempt to win a Grammy. Even in 92, I felt that. But I was still a girl. So... When I heard the lyrics and listened to them, I thought, oh, gosh, somebody I love and was aching for, you know, is going to want me back, you know, after he tried everybody else. That's sweet. You know, and I really felt like that was. But now when I listen to those lyrics, I'm like, this song is terrible. I mean, lyrically, all the songs basically like you have, uh, you know, I was your side chick. You treated me like trash. And now you you're, you want to marry me? <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that is not a compliment. It's not. So, you know, that's the difference between me as a young woman and me as a grown woman. Because, oh, when I first heard it, I thought superficially, oh, man, I bet Vanessa wants a Grammy because she is really going for it. And at that time, you got to recall, she was, you know, transitioning and really trying to get this career off the ground. Um, After all the controversy of the 80s, um, she was trying to get past all of that Miss America stuff. And she had, you know, had a few formidable records, you know. And so then when I heard that one, I was like, oh, not only is she trying to have a music career, she wants to win a Grammy. Then I listened to the lyrics the other day. I was like a month ago. And I was like, this ain't this ain't no compliment. This is terrible. So anyway, uh, I'm not sure why I brought that up. (laughs) It's just funny. Uh, I'm a person that listens to lyrics. So as you can imagine, I don't listen to a ton of current music right now because I, you know, excuse me hip-hop is just like what are you saying i don't understand what you're saying and now that you've explained what you're saying i've gone on genius now i'm still like quite disillusioned with what you're saying so yeah music right now i'm i listen to copa manifest and uh russ i like russ i like uh logic um mainly because they're too ethnically uh they're not black rappers, so they can't load their song up with the N-word. Logic is only half black. So it's it's refreshing. Yeah, I, I think people have just, you know, gotten too carried away and lazy. Lazy. Lyrically, I've even heard people trying to rhyme the N-word with the N-word. Like, seriously, I think Drake did that once. You're better than that, Drake. And he's only half black, but he, he just goes in. And he's not even American, so it's like... He's taking our racial hatred internationally. So anyway, um, say the best for last. I'm not sure why I brought that up, but that it makes me laugh. But my point is, I, I originally had a point, which was people think they're hard to read and you can't tell what they're feeling, but people are pretty easy to read. If you're paying attention, you can tell what's going on. And uh, oh, when people just want attention. That's why I brought up Say the Best for Last. She truly just wanted to get a Grammy, but I mean, I think it was kind of reckless to put that song out. And she probably didn't think about it either. I mean, had a good melody, but like, I don't know. I feel some kind of way. I listen to it now. I'm like, this ain't, this is not good. It's not a good message to send. Um, And I think there are a lot of people out here who are blatantly just trying to get attention. And it's kind of hilarious. Um, you know, we live in a Kardashian world, and I, I think that's a formula that almost only works for them. <laughs> I really do. So if you think that's your career path, sorry, it's not going to work for you. You need to look like that, and you need to just be ruthless and, and ready to sell every part of yourself to make some money. That's it. And everybody isn't cut out like that, so it's not a career path. Uh, congratulations to the U.S. women's soccer team. And they are amazing. And the fact that uh, they don't get equal pay is ridiculous. You shouldn't even have to say it. You shouldn't even have to say we deserve equal pay. No woman should have to say that. You know what I mean? Like, this is just ridiculous. And when you break it down, it basically just boils down to... Uh, for something like that, in the entertainment industry... And sports falls under that. 
you're really just trying to get people's eyeballs. And basically what it boils down to is if you're not getting enough men's eyeballs on your product, they won't pay you. That's why the NFL is so outrageously popular is because men like watching football. I like watching football too, but it's mostly male viewership that they're going for, right? So that's the difference between the NFL and WNBA. Men don't want to watch women. Now, if the women were in like, you know, teddies and (laughs) stilettos throwing the ball around, like they would watch that and they, the WNBA would be much more successful, but that's not who's out there. They got, you know, some pretty, pretty sturdy, um, actual athletic, (laughs) actual basketball playing women. Uh, and that's not what men are gravitating towards. They don't want to watch that. So the viewership isn't what it is in the NBA. Um, So it's like what you're paying for is people's attention and mostly men's attention. Uh, That's what determines success. Now, men don't watch a lot of European soccer um, or soccer in general, which they call football everywhere else in the world, uh, which makes more sense because you actually have to kick the ball with your foot. Um, but you know, it's what we're paying for is men's attention. So if men don't want to watch it, then, you know, then they're not going to give you any money. So, uh, and in some instances, like in the film business specifically, if it's, uh, a certain type of film with a certain type of cast and they don't think, you know, men will be drawn to it, they won't make it. You know, especially not at a decent budget. So basically what we're paying for is white men's eyeballs. <laughs> you know, that's that's what your advertising dollars that the more white males that you can get to to watch it. That's why these these freaking uh, what do you call these? Uh, these God, superhero movies. Like, they have dominated. When I was growing up, I remember when Batman in 1990 came out. That was a big deal. To take a comic book character that's beloved, that people have watched in iterations since the 60s, and and turn it into some sort of feature film that people could get behind that didn't necessarily read the comic book. I mean, that was huge. And now you can't get away from them. Every time you turn around, there's some other comic book that's turned into a film and people are addicted to those they love them you know and it's like I I I don't I don't really care for those kind of films because they don't do anything for me because I'm not really into comic books but I mean you have to think about it what are we paying attention to what are we giving our money and energy towards and a lot of it is stuff that men will enjoy um that's where the value, the subtle value in our society, the subtle message about value in our society is what white males like. And then after that, it's just males. And then after that, it's like if you can get a casual female viewer, cool. But what we're really going for is, you know, top dollar male eyeballs. And I don't, I don't fully understand it. Um, but you can see it play out the best, I think, in sports. Because men love football. Men love the NBA. 
Um, and then everything else kind of falls after that. There's sections of men who still watch baseball. Um, clearly there are people who love hockey. Um, I can't, I noticed here with the blues, it was evenly split between men and women, but, um, definitely more men are maniacal and fanatical about the blues, um, that I saw, you know, but really we're, we shouldn't have to ask for equal pay. Um, we just shouldn't. It just, it's, I almost feel annoyed that I have to say it. You know, if you do the job, you should get paid, period, you know, and and we're just asking for equal pay in terms of in, in entertainment, in terms of attention. But like if you're an engineer and you do the exact same job as a man, why aren't you getting paid the same thing? It, it really should be something that's been resolved. It really should be. And women should stop co-signing such bad behavior. Demand equal pay.